I can't see. It looks like there's a lot of people. Oh, I can't see it either. Let's now, see how much brighter yours look now? Yeah. Is it because it's on top? No. Just cause, Make sure. Because just, a, I don't know, maybe, maybe yours is like... A different setting? Yeah. Or you because you got the button pushed or something on there when you put it in the thing. I don't know. looks a little darker on mine. Yeah. Yours looks bright. Yeah. This one looks... All three have different, <laughs> different. Depending where you're watching, yeah. This is weird. How come we got such a weird angle? Oh, because it's a wide. Oh, it's weird. That and that's pretty close. It's like we're sitting back to front. I'm like a two-dimensional person. We're just talking about it. Yeah. Weird. Well, oh, we're, we're Speed live. Speed was here. Speed was here. We can start now. I know oh. we're live. Waiting for everybody to get in so we can actually start with some people. Welcome to uh, Coffee and Bullshit episode number one. 26. 126. Yes, Mike, since you came on, we we were waiting for you, our one viewer. Thank you all for joining us. It's like we're full on Instagram and TikTok. We've got a ton of people watching. Thank you guys for joining us. Yes. Another uh, great Saturday here. In the in the uh, great state of Illinois. Listen, it's great. It's, it's seven degrees out there today, which is an awesome improvement from what it's been over the last seven days. Oh, Right. Mrs. Dazzo, thanks for joining us as always. We're really getting a grip on things here. Yeah. Um, but then tomorrow's supposed to be 18, and then the rest of the week's supposed to be back in the 30s and 40s. So, so. It, it wasn't just us, right? So I have clients on the West Coast out in Oregon. Uh, a couple of my from my other jobs advertising dealership, car dealerships, they were completely out of power for seven days, nothing, completely shut down. I talked to another client yesterday in Tennessee. So they had 10 to 12 inches of snow. For the last five days, everything has been shut down and closed. Yeah, but most of those places that are warm most time don't have the equipment or the infrastructure. That's exactly for, what we're talking about. They don't have the infrastructure weather, for it. Right. So I'm like, he's like, he's like, all right. So I'll explain. He goes, between two counties here, we have thirty, we have thirty plows, thirty vehicles that can plow. Twenty four of them don't work, and haven't worked. He's like, they we haven't touched them in in seven eight years. So we go to start them up. They've been sitting for seven eight years. You know, they don't work. Nothing, nothing runs. It's like, so we've been absolutely buried. They've been trying to refix stuff to get it out there on the road. But it's like, we just don't have the infrastructure. 10 inches of snow here is like, you know, four feet for you. Yeah. I, I still remember two inches at Fort Bragg is closing down the whole base for three days. <laughs> yeah. And it was just like, I don't know, maybe they had maybe two plows throughout the whole base. I maybe me in the whole state. I don't know. Cause, I remember like, yeah, two or three years ago, it snowed in Texas, like two inches. The amount of accidents that were on the freeway was ridiculous. Like people were just, it was like a, a couple hundred car pile up. People everywhere were just off the road. Like, Oh, I had no idea. I'm driving I, snow. As I said, you know, when I was at Bragg, you know, it snowed two inches coming home, you know, coming from the, the Chicagoland area. And this one car just passed me right up. <laughs> I'm just looking at it. I'm like, He's gonna he's gonna just lose it. And he did. He lost his spun, went into the ditch uh, right by the air base. Sucks as you feel bad for them, but, but you kind of cheer for them to go in the ditch, right? Yeah, they blow yeah by I, I did. And I just kind of looked, see, make sure the person's okay, and just kept on going. I'm like, you're the idiot who drove like an idiot. So I, I remember how many years going back back and forth to Minneapolis and Des Moines, a 94 and 90, and someone would blow by us when it was snowing and horrible. And it's like, yep, yeah, go in the ditch, eh? Go in the ditch, idiot. And come five minutes up the road. There they are. Buried in the ditch. I'm just like, and like, I remember one time we were going to Minnesota. It was so bad. It was snowing so hard that people were going off the ditch. We're in the middle of nowhere, but that was back before we had cell phones, right? So no cell yeah. phones, but we were in a 14 foot box truck that just rear wheel drive. 
you couldn't pull over because the shoulders were completely snowed. If you pulled over, you you would get stuck. And if, if you stopped, you were blocking a lane of traffic, which would be horrendous because nobody wanted to stop, right? Everybody's 10, 15 miles an hour. You couldn't stop. So you felt bad when people are stranded. You know they're fucked, you know, they're struck, they're stuck out there. But you couldn't do anything. You couldn't stop. You couldn't help them. Yeah. You're just sorry. You, you know, don't freeze to death, I hope. Yeah. Yes, Mike, uh, at least the coffee is hot. And in my case, it's kind of lukewarm right now. But um, let's see. What else is going on? Big fight against 2A this week. They're pushing now again. They have like 20 states on board who've signed law. Where now they want to stop producing any – to try to stop uh, production of 5.56 ammo and 2.23 ammo. Yeah. 20, 20 states have jumped on board and sent a letter to the president saying yeah, we right. want to stop. And then they're now they want to hold – um, ammunition companies uh, liable. Liable. Yeah. There's one. There's one. They want. Them, they want. Them, they're going to try and stop them from reducing the ammo altogether. Lake. I can't. Lake. Um, um, yeah, I know. Can I remember the name of it? But Lake City. No. Some, it's something like that. They're going to stop. They're trying to stop them. They're saying that. So they're lying, basically saying, "Oh, all the ammo was used in these mass shootings. Ninety percent of it was from them." Yeah. It's. Yeah, it's, it's oh, there's Todd from Freedom Steel joining yep. us. Sal pushed out the link if you want to come on and talk. Anybody can. who wants to come on. Uh, sorry on Instagram and um, TikTok, we don't have the link on there. But if you go on to Facebook, you can come on the link. The hard part is don't think we're ignoring your comments on TikTok and, and Instagram. We can barely see it. It's just the phones are far. Right. Even with the glass on, I can't see it. I can't see them to read them. I apologize. Uh, we'd love to respond. You can always join us on... Uh, is that Facebook or YouTube? That's Facebook. Uh, Facebook and YouTube. So Facebook live. and YouTube, we can see your comments better. Or if you want to join, you have I think to LinkedIn say. too. LinkedIn. Our, our links on there. Yeah. They want to stop Lake City from selling to civilians. Oh, from selling to civilians. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they want to do. Yeah. They don't want it. the ammo for the most common, the most common ammo for the most common weapon. Yeah. That. It's all BS. It's well, Todd, all... you uh, you drive safe. All right. We don't want you to get in trouble or end up. Hospital. Hopefully your wife's doing good and your grandchild. I feel like all of this is just taking an inch at a time. Stop them from getting the ammo. So there's so they can't take the whole thing. So it's just move an inch at a time, move an inch at a time, move an inch at a time till till the two A is completely gone. Well, yeah, I mean they're trying to sit there and you know want to tax guns a thousand percent. You know they want to tax ammo a thousand percent. You know it's uh, a two two three is or five five six. You know. Everybody knows it's a small little thing, but you know when you go hunting, you you don't use a two two three or a five five six. Yeah. You're using a, a two seventy thirty odd six, yeah. uh, three oh eight. You know, you're, you're not well. Two two three is made to injure, right? Right. It, it hits a person, goes in, maybe rattle a little bit. So when you're on a battlefield, you take one person out, but it takes two people to carry that person out. So you don't want to injure animals, and when you're hunting, you want to kill. No, you don't want to kill. No, one shot, one kill if you can. So the animal's not suffering. Mm -hmm. You're not chasing. You're not wasting you know time out there. So Because most of the hunters there are not shooting for sport. They're shooting to get meat for, yeah. for you know. Nothing's worse when you shoot a deer and you got to go track, go track it. Oh, God, you get a yeah. bad shot and you're tracking it for three hours and can't find it it's suffering and it's miserable you don't want no no hunter wants that yeah so they try to put it out it's misery you know, you know it's, it's hunting also helps with the uh you know the environment the uh ecological of course there has to be balance balance 
the deer the deer here are out of, out of control because there are no controls for it. There's not enough predators to control. There's some coyotes, but the deer grow exponentially here because there is not stop it. The problem is when you get too many deer, you're killing the food source. There's not enough food, so and then you get a, a bunch disease. of deer there. You get a bunch of deer that are starving and miserable rather than a healthy population that's the right size. Yeah. It's just, but I would like to see more elk in the state. Like, you know, oh, make, I, no, I'm good. have them have them make I'm a comeback. Good. I'm good. I think what? deer do enough damage. They do. But we don't need elk running around. Think how great it would be. Like, hey, there's an I, elk. I love elk. It tastes it's amazing. It makes great jerky. But I don't want to I don't want to run my car into an elk. Not enough damage from deer. Or introduce more wild boar in Illinois. There we go. There you go. You know, one more one more thing for our dogs to fight <laughs> and get killed by, or mur or get, get confronted. Guy, I watched. I saw videos. Oh, night. they'll attack people. Then I saw the people there with mountain lions. Holy shit! Coming into their backyard at their at their glass doors on their patio because they have a cat or a dog. Yeah. And the dogs just stand there, and the, the cat's trying to get in to eat that dog or that cat. Like, yeah. I, dude, two hundred pound mountain lion is a scary thing. I saw people hiking. And all of a sudden, they come down a path, and then there's a mountain lion. You're like, shit. Well, yeah, but they're so good. They'll wait till you get you get uh, in front of them to come if come from behind. You never turn your back. You never yeah. turn your. So, dude, I don't know if you ever watched the guys on Alone. When they were on the one island up out in Vancouver, hmm. in BC, but there was there was it was bear and mountain lions on the island. So what they all did, it's pretty smart. They all sewed eyes on the back of their hats. Because if the, because that stops the cat from attacking from behind because if it sees eyes. So they purposely like sewed eyes on the back of their head so if they're out walking looking for food, they wouldn't get attacked from behind. Ooh, that would be interesting. And so it stops the it stops the charge from just grabbing you from behind. That's the way they like to attack. So if they see eyes, it slows down their attack. Well, I learned most of my um, skills of outdoors is from Grizzly Adams. Grizzly Adams. Grizzly Adams, you know. Grizzly Adams did have a beard. Yes, he he was friends oh. with the animals, walked with the animals, <laughs> talked with the animals. No, I watched one where a, a guy got stalked by a fucking mountain lion for like two hours. He's just walking backwards in the cap. It would keep false charging them, you know, like come right at him, like wide paws. And you don't realize how big they are until you see them up close and you realize their paws are bigger than your face. Well, bear spray would stop them. Yeah, but they're hard. But I think so. That's what I thought. Like, right? but, the, but they're like, they're more agile. They'll move quicker. They move left and right. Cats don't just attack in a straight line where bear just. A bear comes at you like a bulldozer. Right, but if you have bear spray and you kind of wand it, you know, it's going to get into their eyes or their, their you mouth, you hope, right? You, you know? hope before it gets to you. Have you seen the teeth on those things? Oh, yeah. I mean, one bite. why not bring the saber-toothed tigers by? I mean, one bite and you're, you're done. You're, you're, you're in massive damage. And if, if it gets you by the leg, the problem is if you go down. If you go down, you're dead. Because once you're down... They won't stop attacking. It doesn't matter if you sprayed it in the face or not. It's going to keep attacking you. Mm. Just like a bear doesn't care. A bear, if you spray it, but it, it got to you and you fall down. I think the bear will care. I think the cat will care. That spray, I mean, it hurts our eyes. Yeah, it does. But, I mean, it's, it's the you know, it's not the teeth. It's the claws. Oh, yeah. They rip, Those, well, they rip and shred. You know, yeah. Well, just like the bear paw. When you see, when you see the size of a bear paw and you see the three-inch claws. Yeah. You think about those hooking into you. And just tearing through you, oh, yeah! Those brave men back in the old days that would attack them with their Bowie knife—that's got to be crazy. I, I, I so, the bear, bear death or a cougar death seems like a most horrible way to die. Yeah, but also, um, what other two A news we got going on? Uh, nothing in Illinois yet. Still waiting on 
waiting on some stuff are seems like we're getting like we're losing ground. I don't think we're losing ground. I I, I think it's it's well the ATF the FT, ATF's pushing back again now. Well, yeah, but you know, the last ruling because they cause ATF said, and government are doing that short term while we're taking the the long road, right? It's the long path getting there and getting evidence and getting to I, the point to I, get it to the Supreme Court. I want to keep fighting it. Just my scare is if uh, Biden gets elected again, we're going to be in real trouble. Well, even if well, no, because Trump could tell the ATF to or whoever becomes the next president to pretty much. You know, stop what they're doing. Yeah, because uh, they would put their own person in charge. Sure. Um, I mean, the ATF's so corrupt. The FBI's corrupt. The CIA's corrupt. We all know it's not from the last three years how bad it is. It's a shame. Uh, but uh, this is scary to me. It seems like this is being constantly every day pushed more and more towards communism. Socialist yeah. socialism is the first step, and then communism. Yeah, but most of the companies have gone woke. Have gone broke. Like, look at Sports Illustrated, right? We were talking about that earlier. Yeah. Had to lay off all their employees, not because maybe nobody was buying it, but it was because of a debt they owed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. About who buys magazines anymore? Yeah, I, I don't know who. I mean, if tell you, me the last time you picked up a Sports Illustrated and read it. I don't even see it in the doctor's office or dentist's office anymore. And I go, that's the only place I'd ever look at a Sports Illustrated. I never cared to read. It was boring to me. Swimsuit issue is awesome, but. Everything else was boring. Yeah, the swimsuit issue is probably their biggest seller. Uh, there's nothing I would read. The Sports Illustrated is boring format for me. So no. unless you're unless I'm handicapping or trying to become a, you know, start gambling again, I, I just didn't have any need to read at all. Yeah, yeah and, and even then, you just look at the internet for all that information. It's just quicker. Yeah, I don't have to wait for it to show up. I don't have to carry it with me. And then the news won't be so old either. No, right? Because whatever it comes out. out, yeah. Yeah, it's funny how fa how fast stuff changes now. It is nice to have immediate updates on it. I do like that instant information. Yes, it is nice. Yeah, but there's there's so Denzel Washington was saying something to a reporter I thought was really important. It was so good. They're asking about news and fake media. He goes, you know, as media now, you have a uh, a bigger responsibility than ever. He goes, the 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 thing now is you stop caring about the story and all you care about is being first. It's who can get it out there first. Who can get it right. out there first, regardless of whether it's good information or not. It's just get it out there first. He says your responsibility now is to make sure that you're you're reporting the truth and not just being first. So it's like that. That's where why media is no longer valid because it's just about who gets it first. They don't even care if it's if it's right, if it's accurate. They don't care what damage they do. Just I got to be first. I got to be first because that's what makes you the money. So you have a huge responsibility to be accurate and be truthful, which that integrity is completely gone. So from journalism, I couldn't believe the other night when stupid Rachel Maddow, when Trump oh. was giving his speech, uh, oh, she really insulted everybody. It's funny, like, you're too stupid to disseminate what's real or what's not real. So we're going to not show it because we're afraid we might give you some, he might give you information that's not accurate or correct. Yeah. So we're not going to show it because because we, we're protecting you because you're so dumb. We're protecting you. Well, that's just them being scared. Of of a truth. Yeah, but anytime anytime the, the government or media starts saying we're not telling you this, we're editing this because you don't have the intellectual capacity to handle it. That that is a massive move. That's Marxism right there on the thing. That's absolutely communism. Yeah, well, isn't that protected under the First Amendment? Right. I mean, they didn't show. First thing you do is get control of all the media. Then the news is what you make it. Yeah. Exactly what this is what. It's what, it's, what, it's what it's what Nazi Nazi every Nazi 
the Nazis did. So every dictator's ever done is they get control of the media, then they put out the messages they want to put out, and that becomes what the actual news and the actual facts are. It happens in North Korea. The, the incredulous things that Kim Jong Un puts out about himself. Uh, oh, his dad played golf one time, got 18 holes in one, but went yeah. bowling one time, got a perfect game. Never, never need to do it again. Yeah. Uh, he's the one who fixed all the cataracts of all their people. Climbed a mountain in the cold, almost naked. Right. So you know, creates the rain and the wind for the people. Right. And listen to somebody from North. You would think you, no one would believe that shit, but I listened to. A girl who escaped from North Korea. She's like, it's all you know from the time you're born. It sounds, now that I'm here, I look back and it sounds ridiculous. She goes, but growing up there, that's all the only media we get. So what else you to do but believe it? Why? It's like, that's it. Well, you, have, you get no other sources. There's nothing else brought your way. So you believe it. Yeah. And I think what we're learning now is make the right evil. Tell everybody that they're evil. That becomes a reason to, to censor them. To not let anything through that they do, keep them from any any kind of power, because they're the evil, and you can't let the evil exist. Yeah. No, but then it. when the person who's trying to stop the evil is also evil, mm -hmm. somewhat, right? Right? right kind of makes sense. There is no evil. It's not evil just because I don't agree with you. Right. But the kids now in indoctrinating schools that if you don't agree with me, this liberal view viewpoint, it's because you're evil, not because again. Not because you have different information, not because you've had different experience, not because different education. It's purely only because you're evil. Because you can't get two people to sit down and have a conversation about a political thing or anything without one of them screaming and yelling and right. crying about that's, something. That's so ridiculous. The screaming is so ridiculous. It, it aggravates me to know that you can't okay. sit there and have a conversation. It's just like if you're talking to somebody you're having a nice, perfect conversation, and all of a sudden they just start swearing. Yeah. You're like, seriously? Yeah. You know, you, you got to use your swear words to make your point. Can you make it without it? Because well, now once you do that, now it gives me every right to use mm -hmm. whatever words I need to use. Yeah. Then it disintegrates. Into right. And it disintegrates. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe what you should do is when they start doing that, just give them a hug and say you're special. I understand. Someone, someone said a way to defeat that. It was so funny. I kind of got to remember now. But it was so, I'm like, that's a perfect way to do it. Yeah. You know, so it's like, just, I hate that there can't be any debate anymore. I watch when Charlie Kirk goes out and speaks, kids on college campuses. Like, I watch one kid come, like, you're, you're a disgusting asshole pig. He's like, do you want to have a civil discourse? He's like, okay. Oh, I hate you. I hate your stupid face. Like, and these are college educated. Right. Kids. Yeah, college kids don't have the ability to debate and have an intelligent conversation. It's, it's not their fault. It's because from the time they're in grammar school, they've been indoctrinated that if anybody doesn't believe this way, it's purely because they're evil. Yeah. They won't listen. They won't listen to the to their side's argument. They won't listen to the debate. They won't listen to the evidence. Just it's purely because you're evil. So I have every right to hate you, shut you down, shut you up, keep you from like get off my campus. Like, like I can't believe any college kid would ever say that. If you're not a college student, you're not absolutely a supporter of the First Amendment. That's the scariest thing to me ever. Yeah, it was funny how you're saying, you know, you're evil. Get off my campus. I was just thinking, like, how most most sergeant majors, you know, in the military, you know, keep off my grass. Mm -hmm. I wonder when they retire and the you know retired sergeant majors, they have a sign on their grass at home. Those are those guys. Keep now I know who all those guys are like, get off my the grass. grass. <laughs> it's all sergeant majors. It's all retired sergeant majors. So now we, we had a neighbor that was kind of like that. They moved away a couple years ago, oh. 
but it was just weird. I'm like, it, it's it's grass. Oh, it'd be awesome. I, I, I really don't care much for you know if it's grass, it's grass. It's gonna grow. Right. If you know. step on it, if if you're out there, if kids are out there playing, what? Who cares? Who cares? Well, I don't like is like weird people just walking around my yard or walking through. Yeah, yard yeah, they're weird people. Yeah. But if my kids go out and play, that's what they, for me. That's what grass is for is an area to play. Otherwise, I would have just poured cement. You know, I don't have to make, make take care of any grass. See now, why why can't we do that? I mean, that'd be great. But the like, city won't let you because I like grass. Yeah, I do too. It's a great place for the dog to go to, and and plus you need to put up uh, Christmas stuff or Halloween stuff. It's stake them into. Plus, the my daughter throws the ball to me and it goes. Way to the left or way to the right. The grass stops. The it. grass doesn't roll all the way out into the street every time. Yeah, you know, so I can go pick it up for the eighty-fifth time. Like <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. Look at me. Throw it at me. Uh, does everybody know the two seals that uh, got lost at sea uh, still haven't been found? Uh, most likely, they're probably a burial at sea. Sorry to hear about that with their families, um, but they're you know, there's a. That's what they do, you know. They go in these high stake things. Stuff happens, lives are lost. Uh, you know, one falls in, the other one goes in to help them out uh, in case that uh, warrior is wounded or needs help. Uh, so, I mean, it, they could still be alive. Maybe they got drifted. Maybe they got picked up by somebody else. Uh, that'd be great news. When they're seals, but this is where yeah. this is where they live and they live and train, right? Is it yeah. the ocean? So they're made. They're made for the cold, horrible, harsh weather. Yeah. And the, the brutality, who knows? Who yeah. knows? Seals and, have lived through worse, right? Yeah. We have evidence of it. And so, just not seals either. Yeah. It's, you know. Think, think, think how many Congressional Medal of Honor, if you've looked at any of the Congressional Medal of Honor winners, the circumstances they survived through, even when they didn't survive, are, are incredible. No, It's never like, oh, it was an easy situation. It wasn't like, oh, there was a machine gun nest. I just ran up and stormed it. It was, no, I was held down for two days, starving, and I, with my one rifle and 30 rounds of ammunition, held off 10 soldiers and fought and shot and miserable. It's never like just an easy one. It's a horrendous situation or circumstance they had to make it through. Well, that'd be um, like, uh, uh, what's the name from World War II? Everybody knows um, the most decorated soldier. Uh, Audie Murphy, yeah. right? You know, got up there on a tank that was damaged with a 50 cal and held off a uh, what a company or a battalion of Germans with tanks yeah. and, you know, got his hip blown out. And an interesting fact was after he got hurt, cause he was promoted to Lieutenant after he got hurt in the hospital was promoted to captain. Somebody told me, hmm. I don't know if it's true or not, but that'd be, uh, I never looked up the, oh, there's Larry, if you, Larry, Larry, Larry's the one that promoted, uh, promoted to captain. So he got three, two field promotions, right? But only no three field promotions, which is really unheard of. Hmm. Well, there's so. our, our if you look at the what was the recent one in was it Afghanistan? The guy who who died, but he was still he had he got himself in a bunker and it was surrounded by like yeah. He held off all those guys from attacking, like by himself with the, so his buddies can get out. Yeah, like held them all off for like two days by himself, injured, stuck in like the little bunker. Yeah, like went through hell. You know, to, to hold them off and sacrifice himself to, but he's able to fight off, I think, 12 or 13 guys. Yeah. And then they sent another team in to get him. Yeah. But uh, he still lost his life. Shame. But so if you watch, if you listen, watch the story and watch the video, it's incredible to have it actually on video and see what, what was going mm -hmm. on. 
can really understand what the hell he went through to make it happen. Yeah. All right. Well, he didn't even sleep for two days. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys. We're keeping this short, short and sweet. Sounds good to me. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. We're here next week. Yep. Yeah, we're here next week. I am. Uh, yeah, I'll be here next week. Yeah, we'll be here. I don't think we have anything after that. No. Then well, we're both gone for then, a weekend. Yeah, then we're both gone for a weekend. So uh, don't for don't forget order online use gbc12 fine look look at our site to go see it if there's anybody local to you please go help support them yes always love supporting our local businesses it's such a huge benefit for them huge benefit for us uh, local businesses need it more than ever man like i said we we're talking today about expenses increasing so much yeah and your local guy might charge a little more but I understand he's doing it not to go put profit or put gas in his yacht He's doing it so he can survive and keep the, the doors open. Yeah, and we have a feed the family. Oh, we're not sitting here living high on the hog. You know, it's, it's so we can keep maintaining donations that we run just above break even, which is barely enough to make the donations. Yeah, and and uh, talking about donations, we gotta. Yep, definitely gotta do that. Yeah, we'll, we'll do our big check presentations. So watch Facebook, Instagram. We'll we'll do pictures. I love when they come down. We do the big check. Yeah, maybe this time we'll we'll do some live stuff. You know, the big check's always fun. Though. Yeah, I love doing the, big the big check. check. I always, as a kid, I always thought that was the coolest thing ever, like the big check. Yeah. And if Todd, if you're listening, if you can send us the uh, uh, phone number for the guy we need to get a hold of at the at the range to get him down here for the check, uh, I appreciate it. Uh, from uh, the Aurora Sportsman Club, ASC. Yeah. Right. Yep. Aurora, we'll yeah. do pictures announcing all everybody we gave money to. I think there's some, uh, yeah, a couple other sources. So, so that we want to make sure we take care of everybody that we possibly can. So, all right. Well, thanks. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. Keep your head on a swivel. Move right.